Welcome to season two of the Coach Pony podcast, where our goal is to help you learn the critical business skills that you need to succeed as a coach. In this season, we'll explore many of the different ways coaches can make money. In the last episode, we talked about the gritty details behind the group coaching business model. And in this episode, I'll share the inside story of how I started my very first group coaching program, which ultimately grew from five people to 500. And with that, let's get down to business. So for those of you who are new to this podcast or Coach Pony, you may or may not know that I also own and operate a career coaching business called The Revolutionary Club, and you can find it if you're interested at therevolutionaryclub.com. It was my very first coaching business, and it still exists today if you are curious. I still own and operate the career coaching side of the house to keep my hand in on all businesses. But I share this because that... The Revolutionary Club is where I fell in love with group coaching. It's where I started my first group coaching program. And if you listened to the previous episode on how to make money group coaching, then you will know I love, love, love group coaching. And so today I wanted to tell you the origin story of my very first group coaching program, one that eventually, before I ended it, grew to over 500 people. This story, like most of my stories, starts on my couch. So I was sitting on my couch a few months into founding the Revolutionary Club. So this was back in 2012. And I was thinking a lot about group coaching because at the time, I already knew I wanted to be a group coach, that that was where my business was going to go. Even though I had, I think, a couple of private clients at the time, I was still very early in my business. I knew that wasn't the long-term path for me. I liked private coaching. It was a great way to really develop my coaching skills and build my business. It's very profitable as a business model, which makes it amazing in that respect. And you need very little to get started. But I knew that I just wanted to scale my reach. I wanted to be able to serve more people and I wanted to have a lot more flexibility with my time. Group coaching, that was what I was building towards. But as you can imagine, I was also incredibly unsure. I'd only been in business for a short period of time for just a few months. And here I was already contemplating a group coaching program. And so, of course, I sat on my couch and I felt bad. Oh, man, that was hard. Because I feel like that's what a lot of us do when we're feeling unsure. We don't feel credible. We start to feel bad. And I was able to self-coach myself out of it and think about what would make my life easier. I was like, I know I want to start group coaching. That can't really be my full focus right now because I do have to support myself and I need to get private clients to do that. But there must be a way for me to start It's also not going to make me feel terrible, like total fraud or a total imposter. So I did do one really smart thing for me at the time. And I do recommend this for many of you listening, maybe not all, but this might make your life easier. I decided that my very first group coaching class was going to be free. And I know that might seem crazy. I was going to do all of this work for free. What? But I thought, hey, Christy, you've never done a group coaching program before. 
I had a lot of background and training and facilitation and curriculum design. So that was not hard for me, but I'd never really run a group coaching program before. And, you know, I wasn't sure what it was going to be like. So I thought if I made it free, that would take so much of the pressure off and it would actually help me maybe get off the couch and do this thing. So that decision gave me grace and gave me permission and gave me freedom to actually try it, which was amazing. So I screwed up my courage and this actually took me a couple of days. <laughs> so if you are feeling a little stuck and putting yourself out there, you are not alone. I screwed up my courage and I emailed women in my network because the revolutionary club was all about helping smart women find their passion. And I decided my group coaching program was going to be exactly like my private program in terms of our goal and our results, but it was just going to be administered to a group. So I emailed my network of smart professional women who I felt like might feel a little stuck or might want some coaching in their careers to think about their next step moving forward. And I said, Hey, listen, I'm starting this brand new coaching program. It didn't even have a name. It didn't even have a name. You guys, that's how not thought through the title was, but that's how early I was in my business. And I said, I'm starting this brand new group coaching program. That's all about how to find your passion so that you love your work. And so we're going to dig into that as a group over the space of six weeks. We're going to meet one hour per week, and I'm going to assign you homework. And I'd love to invite you to join. And I have room for five people and it's free. So the first five people who email me back will get an intense six week program to help you really laser in on the work that you love and get going on making a change in your career. Please just hit reply and let me know if you want to grab one of these seats. I'm so excited to help you. It was not a perfect email, but I did really focus on the benefit and I put it out in the world and I shut my laptop and I kind of laid down for a second because it was so scary. It felt like taking off my skin and putting myself out there for everyone to stare at. Ew, gross. And, you know, that's an uncomfortable feeling. But I couldn't wait very long. I was sort of like wandering around my apartment like, oh, my gosh, is anyone going to say yes? Maybe I'll just check and see. So what was amazing, you guys, is that in an hour, I'd filled it. I'd filled all five seats and I actually had to turn some people away. And I picked five because I wasn't sure about the format. I wasn't sure how I was going to easily coach these people. And I wanted to keep it really, really small and really high touch. But the other thing that I asked is I said, Hey, I'm happy to do this for free. But my one request is that if you participate, I need you actually, this is two requests. If you participate, I need you to commit to showing up every week live on the call and if you like the class, I want you to give me a testimonial. And if you don't like the class, I'd like to ask you to give me concrete feedback about what you think could be done to improve it. So that was the contract I made with everyone I extended the seat to. I said, I need you to show up and I need you to give me either a testimonial or constructive feedback so that I can take this program and improve it and or show people the results that I'm capable of achieving. So that's what I did. They all agreed. And we started. So this was a long time ago. Zoom was not around. And while everyone in the group was in the greater DC area, I lived in Washington, DC at the time, we did not meet in person. It was too difficult. Everyone who works in DC is often very busy and it's really hard to get people together. So we did meet over the phone. So I used freeconferencecall.com. I used 
my Word document to create homework and our agenda. And I used my personal Yahoo email at the time to communicate with everyone and to send out the homework. So it was so low tech. There was no design on the worksheets. There was nothing fancy about this at all. But I thought, you know what? That's okay. It's free. So what I did is I outlined the six weeks. I thought about the private coaching system I'd already created and was getting great feedback on with my private clients. And I thought about how do I adapt this to a group? I'm not going to try to do anything magic. I'm not going to try to create a different program. I'm just going to work with what I have. How do I adapt it to a group? So I set aside a topic a week from the private coaching program and adapted it over the six weeks and then fleshed out the agenda. What, what must my students and my clients here need to know? What must I teach them? You know, what conversations should we be having and what homework am I going to assign? Since a group program, of course, is far more structured than private coaching because you're not tailoring it to an individual. You're actually, you know, bringing a group through the whole thing. So you can't tailor it to everyone. You've got to have a specific idea in mind of what you'll be covering each week to maintain your momentum. So what was interesting and what you might have noticed from this story is that I did not, I did not have everything fleshed out. What I did is I created this very high level curriculum and then each week I developed in more depth what we were going to talk about based on how the last week went. And I actually asked them in a survey a couple of times throughout, Hey, this is what we've covered. Here's what I'd like to cover next. Is there anything else that's missing? And I got their feedback to help me build the program along the way. And this was the second pretty smart thing that I did looking back in hindsight is that I didn't try to build the whole program up front because I didn't really know what I was doing in this format. Instead, I built it with the group and I allowed myself a lot of flexibility. And this is where having it be free again was so helpful because I didn't worry about being perfect or I didn't worry about someone disliking it and asking for a refund or I didn't worry about failing. I wasn't able to fail. They didn't, they hadn't paid me. I was here trying to be of service and they were on board with that. And all I had to do was show up with some good coaching, you know, show up with some good agenda items, a good curriculum, and then allow them the space to work through some of the stuff that we were talking about in terms of their career beliefs and their career goals and their visions for themselves and everything else that would go along with the coaching program. So we met every week and I would introduce a topic and then I would teach them a little bit about that topic. Like I'd introduce the topic of gremlins and how um, our inner saboteur shows up in our careers and how that can impact our ability to choose a new career or to see a different path for ourselves. And then I'd ask them a couple of open-ended coaching questions and we do a little bit of hot seat coaching based on the topic. So someone would volunteer to be coached and we talk about that a little bit. Then I'd close out the session by asking who had any other questions or, you know, about the topic, what could I answer for them in that area? You know, what else was coming up? And then I'd assign homework. And the homework was always a worksheet that I created, usually created a little bit before the session and then quickly edited based on what happened in the session. And then I'd send it out. So I'd introduce the idea like, hey, I'm going to send you a worksheet about your gremlins. I want you to think about X, Y, and Z. And then ideally, you know, send me the worksheet before the next session. I don't normally have clients send homework like that because as you group program scales, there's no way you can review it all. But for this, I wanted to see how they were doing. And so every week we showed up and we had these great talks. Every week I got a little bit of feedback on what was working and what wasn't. So I was able to make adjustments along the way to make the program as 
good as possible. And then every week I created homework. So what you can see happened is over the course of the six weeks, I went from having an outline and an idea to having a fully realized coaching program. And I had, of course, some things I wanted to change, like not having really simple word documents and not using my Yahoo email address and some other things uh, when the next time I offered it. But I had really been able to motivate myself by not putting any pressure on. And I hadn't taken on too much work because I was doing the work one week at a time. And the deadline of, hey, we're going to hop on a call on, I think it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday, I don't remember, but like, you know, 6 p.m. Tuesday night to chat through all this stuff, made sure that I created it, that I delivered it, that I didn't just spend my time endlessly thinking about this group program and never launching it. So that pressure of knowing I didn't want to let them down, even though it was free, really helped me finally put my ideas on paper and start to articulate and formulate what would become a really amazing program. So once I had created this program and offered it for free, you know, at the end of the, of the session, at the end of the whole experience, I asked them to honor their agreement with me and give me their constructive feedback or their testimonials. And they all were willing to give me a testimonial, which was amazing. And I credit to the fact that I worked with them as a part of this process to create the program, that I wasn't trying to oversell anything and that I was flexible with their learning. And then I took their testimonials and put them on a simple web page. And I created a web page about this program. At the time, it was called something really terrible and long. And I honestly don't even remember. But eventually it became the career happiness revolution over the years, my really big group coaching program. But after it was free, it didn't jump into being a $1,200 program. The next step was I upgraded all of the materials. I made it eight weeks because it was clear that we needed a little bit more time. Six weeks wasn't enough. And I started charging for it. And so the next time I offered it, I believe it was around $100. And so I enrolled six people at $100 each and did this eight-week program to try to really start to build. And it was the same style. It was calls that we made that they called into and I would do some teaching. I'd do some hot seat coaching. I'd open the floor for general questions and thoughts and learnings and insight. I'd ask them to kind of anchor their biggest insight and then I'd send them homework. So the second iteration, very little infrastructure again. The only difference is that this time they were paying me. And then slowly over time, I added something to the program each time I offered it. So the next time I offered it, I'd really upgraded the worksheets And then I started to do a little bit more teaching and I pre-prepared some videos and some other content. And then eventually within about a year or so, the program was set up with its own learning center. I finally created a portal for it. I created videos for it. I created worksheets that I had a designer edit and really make pretty. And it had this, you know, whole learning system. We had an email system for it. And all of that was wrapped up in the program. And it took me about a year to get from, you know, free, (laughs) absolutely free program, not even created. I'm making and not making it up, but I'm building it week per week to fully realized, fully fledged program with a learning center and with pre-recorded videos and with, you know, really beautiful worksheets and with a little bit more formal structure with a Facebook group, I finally added that uh, and all sorts of other good stuff that really help you scale and deliver the program. So, you know, the first time around, 
I had five people for free. The second time around, I had six people paying me $100. The third time around, it was $200. And I think, again, I had less than 10 people, but I was really proud of myself because I raised the price and added. And then eventually it was $500 and then $900 and then $1,200. So it grew each time and I felt a little bit better each time because I was better at delivering it. I was you know, better at teaching it. I was better at realizing where they might get stuck as a group and helping to prevent that and be proactive about that. I had better materials. I had better production values, you know, no more Yahoo email address, no more completely undesigned worksheets, none of that. And over time, I kept launching it. I created a landing page for an interest list and I'd send people there and say, hey, it's going to open in a month, get on the interest list and I'll let you know when it opens and so on and so forth. And so, you know, it grew and grew and grew and people started to tell other people about it, word spread, and people started to refine me, find me through referrals, through my main marketing, which initially was speaking and then became writing. And it grew and grew and grew and finally grew to over 500 people. And the way I say that is really simple. Like, oh yeah, you know, I started it and then it was 500 people, but I want you to know that is so not the case. Right. I want to make it clear that this program did not start super simply in terms of overnight. I had all of the success. It took iteration after iteration after iteration. It took a lot of thought to think about, okay, how can I make this better? And it took a lot of effort. I had to learn new technology. I had to get a virtual assistant to help me. Aw, Christy. You know, eventually I got my first refund request and, you know, all that other stuff. And I had to learn how to navigate it. So it did not happen overnight, but I'm really grateful that I did it the way that I did because it took a lot of the pressure off and it got me off my couch where honestly I was a little bit stuck and into the world. Now, the only thing I would do differently looking back on all of this is I would definitely offer it for free and I definitely do a first round that was still fairly cheap. I think I took a little bit too long to raise the price. I still had a lot of imposter syndrome, even though by the time the program was $1,200, I've been doing it for literally years, right? I feel like I should have raised the price a little bit earlier to reflect the value and the level of effort I was putting into developing it. The program came with like weekly coaching. It came with weekly masterminds. It came with all sorts of additional bells and whistles that I thought would really help people. And they did, but it took me a long time to feel comfortable in saying the price. And I wish looking back, I hadn't held back quite so much on that, that I had trusted myself in my ability to deliver results because I was getting great testimonials. People were taking the program and before it was even over, they were already finding new jobs and feeling so much better about their careers. And that kind of progress was huge. It's really fast. And so those results informed me that what I was doing was legitimate. It was valuable. And I wish I had trusted myself a little bit more and raise the price a little bit faster. So that's definitely one of the mistakes I made. If going back, I would change that up a little bit. But I also want to say it was ugly. Like the first videos I did for the program were not good in terms of the way they looked. The content was good, but the production was terrible. The first worksheets were awful. It took a while before I got a legitimately pretty worksheet happening. Um, You know, some of the content initially wasn't great because it took me a second or two to really think through it and also to be proactive about explaining areas where they would get stuck, especially once I stopped delivering it live every week. For a while, you know, I was delivering it live every week. We were people would show up on the call and they'd get to ask questions as I was teaching, which is super helpful. 
and helps you if you're going to go and switch to a program that has a pre-recorded content. It's helpful to do it live first so you can see where the questions are because some of them are going to surprise you. But it took me a while to get really good at all of that stuff. And so I also want to remind you that we all start in a place that's pretty much not attractive, right? I would be completely embarrassed if I looked at the first worksheets today or the first videos for that program. I'd, I'd probably have to like lie on my fainting couch for a second because I'd be so embarrassed by how they looked. But at the time, it was the best I could do. And at the time, people still bought the program. So I think there's something to recognizing with a good group coaching program, hopefully you'll be doing it for years, that it will be a long-term form of income for you that can be super scalable and super amazing for your business. So it's worth iterating and improving and trying to do the best that you can, but to keep pressing forward and learning with each offering and getting better with each offering. I want to close out this episode with some quick takeaways to help you in your business. And as always, our takeaways are sponsored by chocolate. And this time I'm going to circle back and again, sponsor our takeaways via Newhouse chocolate, which is my absolute favorite Belgian chocolate that's mass made. If you've never had Newhouse, your life is half lived. Please, you know, get to Belgium or online and order some because it's so good. And we're also sponsored by the Coach Pony Marketing Masterclass because no matter what business model you choose, private coaching, group coaching, retreats, something else, you do need to learn how to market your business. So if you need help with getting paying clients and finding them, then go to coachpony.com forward slash marketing and sign yourself up for a free class. That's coachpony.com forward slash marketing. So let's close out with some quick takeaways. Lesson one is that you can start and kind of be a hot mess as long as you start and as long as you have a plan for how to improve. I obviously started with very little, but my plan was to get feedback every week and improve every week, and that's what I did. So you don't have to be perfect. You will build and you will grow. Lesson two, don't be afraid to underprice or even do a first offering for free, especially if you're feeling a lot of uncertainty or worry or imposter syndrome. Get it right. You know, do it free, get those testimonials in exchange, get that commitment to show up in exchange and get it right and build and you will be okay. Lesson three is to iterate. So again, it's okay not to be right the first time and it's okay to have super big dreams. I had huge dreams for myself and my group coaching programs. And even though I'm already a seven figure coach, I still do. But I always start small and iterate a little bit so I don't waste a lot of time, energy, or money building something that's not right. Price it a little bit low, experiment with it for a little bit, give myself that freedom, and then I can grow it and perfect it along the way. And lesson four, start. Just start. You're never going to feel 100% ready. You're never going to feel 100% confident. That's okay. You will build confidence as you see results. So wherever it makes sense for you to start, whether that's doing what I did and starting with a free program or starting with something small and inexpensive, that's fine. Just start, learn, build, and grow. And that's it. And so I hope this episode and this story helped you in some way. And if you ever are feeling website shame or program shame, or you're worried, please know you're not alone. We've all been there. Just start keep growing and keep building and your business will grow with you. And that's it for this episode, except 
Once you've got your group coaching program ready to go, how on earth do you find clients to buy it? Well, don't worry. Marketing your business does not have to be terrifying or overwhelming. You just need to avoid a few common mistakes. Want to know what they are and how to avoid them? No problem. Come on over to coachpony.com forward slash marketing to learn how to find paying clients for your business. When you do, you'll get access to a completely free in-depth marketing masterclass that will save you time and tears. Plus, we'll get to hang out a little bit longer. You can find it at coachpony.com forward slash marketing. That's coachpony.com forward slash marketing. And in the meantime, hit subscribe on this podcast and share it with another coach who may need a boost. And with that, I'll see you in the next episode where we'll be taking a closer look at hosting retreats. And boy, do I have stories for you.